and welcome to the MMA Monday here on the Funkit Pod. And what a crazy week it has been for combat sports. <laughs> well, let's dive right into it and let's start with what just happened, right? Basically, what we just all witnessed this past weekend was the culmination of combat sports. It all culminated in the biggest, baddest, best combat sports event in history Triller put on a show <laughs> with the main event the boxing gods of Jake Paul and Ben Askren clashing and yeah, let's just call it what it was the whole event was a shit show it is ridiculous there was obviously one decent boxing fight but even the decent boxing fight ended in a shit show What the fuck? So let's just break it down. So, okay, so the, the main event, of course, Ben Askren, Jack Paul. We all hate Jack Paul. We don't like Ben Askren, but we're like, okay, hey, MMA guy, we're gonna root for you. Let's just try to go in, clinch him up, throw your weight around, make him tired, and then maybe outpoint him or maybe even get him to a point where he's so tired that you land a few shots and he just quits. Did it happen? No, it did not happen. What happened? One jab, one punch, Askren goes down, basically. Um, one minute something in the first round. So there are several questions here. A, how much did Askren get back, get paid to take a dive? <laughs> I mean, it was a legit shot, but seriously, I mean, that was so wide open. I'm, I'm gonna take one of Snoop Dogg's quotes that he like was throwing out through the whole freaking night over and over his left was so wide open like a 7-eleven 24-7-365 so i mean that also the, the askren stands and everything like well, what is what is what is what is the stance uh, you're supposed to have trained boxing And don't let me don't let me get started on on the super dead bot this time around because that was just ridiculous. The shape Askren, the shape Askren was in. What the? So there, there was. I mean, we all knew he wouldn't take it that serious, but he didn't give a flying f about what what's going down here, and it was clearly just a money grab. I would not be surprised if he would have been paid to take the dive here. Um, I would also not have been surprised if the referee would have been instructed to say. I know no matter what happens, count Askren out after he's been down for, for the first time or whatever. So that was just that was just plain uh, ridiculous. Didn't show us anything. Now people saying, yeah, that shows Jake Paul is a is a real boxer. No, it does not. It does it does definitely not show that. Um, I'm not taking away that Jake, from Jake Paul that he that he's training hard and they said that he's good at boxing, but we haven't seen anything yet, and this was just ridiculous. So so far, this is all just taking dice for Jake Paul. Um, yeah, uh, Aspen came out, said sorry world on Twitter afterwards um, to use the famous Dana White quote, the Dana White meme, uh, Ben and I have never been friends. <laughs> it was just, this performance was just ridiculous. That was just bullshit, sorry. Um, and I like Ben Askren on like on his social media and so on. He's pr probably a, a great wrestler and a great wrestling coach, I assume. But that was just BS and it was clearly just a money grab and mm -hmm. Just disappointing. Um, if I would have paid for that stream, I would have been mad. <laughs> Having that said, well, there was a 
semi-decent fight, the co-main event, Reggie's pork grace. I'm, I'm sorry, no, I'm not a big boxing connoisseur, so excuse me if I mispronounce some of the names, but I did understand that he's a legit boxer, I think 24, 5, 6, and 1 or something. Um, he called out Adrian Broner, so um, I guess he's confident in his abilities. Uh, and he fought well against Ivan Ivan. Um, what's his name now? I have this Snoop Dogg reference in mind, where he called call him like Catcher Left or, le or whatever. <laughs> Catch, well, you can look it up. Um, it was a decent fight for like around and after that uh, pork race that's how I just pronounce it now um, clearly dominated and in the fifth round he went down went for a, went for a body shot and grazed the hip of Ivan Ivan uh, with his wrist and Ivan goes down and acts like he's he got punched to the balls and The replay clearly showed the hook was nowhere near the balls. Ivan on the floor, like holding his balls and just dying. And he had to get stretched out from a fake low blow. From a, from a fake. That, that's acting skills right there. He should never, ever be allowed to ever box again. Um, they, had a, they had a female ring doctor come in and then Snoop Dogg or whoever was in commentary. The only thing she's gonna check now is his boner or something like this. Um, oh god, that was terrible. And that, that, that of course then um, progress won uh, because the other guy got stretched out. Uh, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. And that just leads me to another thing. It was just Oh my God, the commentary was so bad. Like 742,000 people on commentary. Like, I know, Snoop Dogg. And I love Snoop Dogg like in bits, but when he has to really produce sentences, it's just annoying. They had an, uh, another boxing commentator. They had another thriller guy. They had, and for the main event, they had, oh God, now I lose all the names. This comedian dude on there for whatever reason who was smoking a blunt during it. Um, or just cigarettes, whatever he was smoking. Then they had Mario Lopez, the only person actually calling the fights <laughs> and not not bullshitting around was Mario Lopez. <laughs> so thank you, Mario Lopez, for trying to somehow make it a sporting event. And then there was another dude on there. Uh, so it's just ridiculous. Also, when you when you have like seven people commentating, how come you don't have any diversity in the commentary panel? Just saying. Um, but yeah, so that was, seriously, Mario Lopez was the only acceptable person <laughs> speaking on there. Ridiculous. Um, what else? We had uh, Frank Mir boxing. Uh, what's, what's his name? You, Mr. USS, whatever. I guess a former soldier, um, but a pro fighter. That was... It was a boring ass fight, but it was like a boxing fight. Boxing is boring. So there was a boxing fight. Okay, but the rest, for fire, oh my god, that was terrible. The concerts in between, uh, I mean, they took so long and they were so. They apparently, I, I googled it, they, I forgot it already. They hired like some famous producer, director, or whatever. But the camera movement was like from from a high school internship, like how, high school intern, like how how they moved the camera, how they zoomed in and focused out and whatnot. 
and the sound quality was shit. Uh, the performances were meh. Like, uh, like, I mean, at one point, <laughs> Snoop actually, what, what did he, what did he say? Doja Cat, shut up! I talk, I, I want to talk now, or whatever he said. <laughs> oh my god, that was the biggest shit show ever. <laughs> Everything that Triller did right with the the Tyson thingy that that they did right. They did wrong here. It was just terrible, terrible, terrible. 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 <laughs> I'm so glad you can stream two, two fights at the same time. Because <laughs> with one eye I was watching the shit show because you just, like what Daniel Cormier tweeted, he, it's just you can't just watch or look away. You can't not watch it. But then one eye was actually watching real fights. Um, UFC Fight Night, let's talk about this. Because that other stuff is just bullshit. Um, so UFC final before it even started, the co-main got cancelled, right? Drucker Close had to pull out because uh, Jeremy Stevens really shoved him like uh, like viciously because Jeremy Stevens is the hardest pusher in the 145, 55, and all the divisions. Um, those jokes in the comment sections on Instagram were hilarious. Um, of course, it sucks if you if, if get really injured closer, but he did this thing again, right? His hands behind your back, like all cocking and just like in your face, like you do nothing. Um, yeah, and, and Stevens did something. So, uh, I mean, of course you can put your hands on your pawn, but you also need to be an, a, a, a cocky prick, right? So, mm, I hope, well, I hope Close is going to be okay. Uh, it looks a bit weird if a fighter has to pull out because he gets shoved, but of course, if you don't expect it and so on, this obviously can uh, impact you. So, let's see where this goes. If you haven't checked the comments on Twitter or any of the posts, Ariel Havani, MMA fighting, whatever, check the comments, they're all hilarious. Uh, well, so then the main event, Robert Whittaker, Kevin Gastelum, KG, as tough as they come, like short notice replacement, puts it on a line. KG always delivers in those fights, uh, but there was just, he was just not a match for Whittaker. Whittaker right now on a tear. And before the Adesanya fight, I wasn't a big Whittaker fan because he's like a bit like so quiet and like, mm, yeah, whatever. But once you actually see more of him, you, you realize... He he's just not a prick. He's just a nice person, and that's just how who he is, and that's cool. And you can see that he's refocused, like very patient. The combos that he was throwing was just beautiful. It was just a master class, an MMA masterclass uh, of Whitaker here. First few rounds was all stand up. At the end, even Whitaker went for a takedown, took Gaston down just to like show, hey, that's me. He shot for two takedowns. As I think that's what uh, Dominic Cruz had in commentary. Um, so it was just it was a perfect. Um, Display of MMA, five rounds, UD win for Whitaker. Clearly next in line for Adesanya. Marvin, go cry in some corner. It's definitely Robert Whitaker's time uh, to get a rematch. And I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. Kevin Gaslum, he kept walking forward, even though Whitaker was piecing him up. But as Bisping said on commentary, like for every shot that Gaslum landed, like Whitaker was landing two or three. It was just too much. And yeah, uh, but Gaslum... Yeah, can't take it away from him. Like props to him for like going in there, keep going forward, marching forward. There was just um, no match for Whitaker at that day right now. So that was cool. What was also cool was Andre Alowski, um versus Chase Sherman. We all thought Chase Sherman is like groomed to be the next superstar in the heavyweight division, and they wanted to feed Alowski to him, but Alowski. Uh, Sherman, Sherman um, started off well in the first round, but I'm not a big 
fan of his style, but he's, but he's just throwing lots of hands, right? So I mean, it looks very busy. But Aloski was just finding his way back into the fight and then um, just outperforming Sherman and got the UD win. So uh, congratulations, Andrei Aloski. Um, that was well-deserved. That That's already the, the main takeaways from this fight night, for me at least. Um, I'm still... Like puzzled by that other event that we saw that we not want to talk about again. Um, what else have we seen? The UFC well, <laughs> Conor McGregor came out and let me. I have to tweet here. He said, "Let's do two belts actually at UFC. Jam Champ always does two. We've got the McGregor belt currently in creation, and now we've got the all new RMF belt, the richest motherfucker belt. This way we can put put both the rubies and the emeralds to good use." Hmm. Nate Diaz came out. <laughs> At UFC, go ahead and make this little bitch a belt or two with, or two with the rubies or whatever he wants on it. I think he really needs it. I need his confidence high so he can do well. So go ahead and make the belt if you would like to and go out there and get him champ. So, I mean, he's clearly just taking a shot here at McGregor. I probably didn't do this justice the way I read it. Um, I tried to find some grammar in there. I'm sorry. Um, but, yes, yeah, so McGregor wants another... Another belt, whatever, and Diaz just like, yeah, man, if you need the belts for your ego, whatever, make it make it happen. Just make him happy, whatever, if you need it for your ego. Go get him, champ. Get your own belts. Yeah. Let's see what belts will be on the line between McGregor and Poirier. We saw, like, last week also the, the mud wrestling uh, on Twitter between Poirier and, and McGregor when Poirier said, hey, there's no donation yet coming in from you you said 500k but nothing came in then mcgregor came back like yeah but you didn't tell me where to transfer or what it's going to be used for then Poirier said but you guys were ghosting us back and forth and back and forth and mcgregor said the fight is off and then he insulted uh Poirier and then Poirier shot back with like a, a gif of him knocking mcgregor out mcgregor sent a gif back of him knocking Poirier out from like 20 years ago uh back and forth eventually i think Poirier said like ah he overreacted or whatever um but because he probably sees the 500k slipping away, but still, um, this back and forth, it's just, I know, media attention, selling the fight, and so on, I think. So, uh, yeah, good on those guys for selling it. I guess. What else have we seen in the MMA world? Well, we've seen on Friday, we had Bellator 257 with um, three interesting-ish bouts. Well, Corey Anderson was there um, facing... Of with Dovlitzan, Yashi Muradov, and um, well, it was all Corey Anderson there, ground and powder in the end, yelling in the, in the camera after it, like, yeah, I'm the biggest, baddest. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, Corey, Corey Anderson. But let's just keep it on a notch. Um, so he advances in the light heavyweight. Grand Prix at Bellator. We also saw Paul Semtex Daly versus Sapa Homasi. Homasi came out swinging wildly at Paul Daly. Paul Daly really had to duck a few shots, like run away, basically. Um, but came back and then second round TK, TKO for Paul Semtex Daly. Semtex still got it, which means my prediction was correct. And all my predictions for this Bellator event hit the mark you're welcome you should have bet on this i told you so uh in the main event we saw vadim nemkov the champ versus phil davis rematch and that was boring <laughs> vadim nemkov uh, took it home uh clearly outlanded davis i think on all the stats but it was not an exciting fight uh, so yeah well, next up is then i think is it nemkov versus anderson already uh in the 
semi is this a semi-final for the light heavyweight grand prix then let's see where this goes we also saw one on tnt two after one on tnt one was all about disqualifications and letdowns and the like this time around disqualification again in the prelims but the main the main event and the co-main event at least delivered in the co-main event we saw tenet jd todd from the us uh against Anne Ninja Line, Line Hoxstedt and there was a nice display of well-rounded Muay Thai by Janet Todd just as proclaimed here on this channel. Uh, JT was just so much better in all aspects, uh, lit Hoxstedt up and then won via TKO at 1.36 of round three. It was all JT. If you watched it, you're probably a fan of Muay Thai now, I hope, because why wouldn't you after this display? If not, Go watch it. It's on YouTube or on Facebook or Instagram for free. Uh, check out One Championship. Janet Todd uh, against Annelina Hochstadt. Great display of Muay Thai um, by Janet Todd. That was great. Um, then we had the lightweight world championship bout between Christian, the warrior, Lee, and Timofey Nastyukin. Nastyukin, the guy who welcomed Eddie Alvarez to One Championship in 2019 and knocked him out and broke his jaw. Um, this time around, nothing like happened. Uh, Christian Lee defeated Nastyukin via TKO after like one minute something in round one. He just swamped Nastyukin, managed to kind of like turn him around, get on his back and then just punch him, punch him, punch him. And then the referee stopped it. In the beginning, first I thought it's an early stoppage, but then in the replay you can see, you can count how many times uh, Lee actually hit Nastyukin without any any offense or any any defense actually from Nastyukin. He couldn't block any shot. It was like 12 or 13 shots or whatever that, that Lee landed. So um, that's then why the referee stopped it. Nast uh, Nastyukin looked like he was complaining, like, hey man, I was still in there, but he was just eating shot after shot after shot after shot. So. You can understand why the referee stopped it. So uh, Christian Lee defends his belt, announces that his girlfriend wife is pregnant. There's going to be a dad soon. Congratulations. Uh, and well, who's next, right? Now fans, especially American fans, saying like Eddie Alvarez should be next. But Eddie Alvarez should win a match first before he uh, can claim this matchup, I believe. Um, speaking of which, there's then uh, one on TNT3. Um, and there's a, a matchup between two lightweight fighters and the one who wins this match will then fight Eddie Alvarez at one on TNT4 so that's kind of cool that he stays active right after that so that was nice all right so that's the review of what happened in the MMA world let's also look into what's gonna happen in the MMA world because there is of course events coming up Bellator is off this week so no Bellator preview but the UFC is in full effect um <laughs> UFC 261 is up uh, on Saturday and with three championship fights. I'm we're going to focus on those now. Um, the other fights also deserve some sh spotlight, so check them out as well. But now let's focus on those three main events, uh, so to speak, the three championship fights. One, um, the main event is going to be a, a food stomping session between Kamaru Usman and Jorge Trader because he rooted for Jake Paul Masvidal. <laughs> Um, Masvidal now no excuses so now he has to deliver haven't seen him fighting since back then which has been forever 
I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, maybe he's just in into cash in now after like the hype train that he that he was able to start off um, in 2019 already. Um, maybe now it's just like all cashing in. I don't see Usman losing anytime soon, especially to a guy like Masvidal who doesn't have ground game. Sorry, um, it's gonna be tough. I I just see Usman wrestle fucking Masvidal again. I don't think it's gonna be as, as exciting as the Burns fight. I think, um, well, maybe if Masvidal lands a few like Burns early on and doesn't overcommit right away, stays composed, maybe that could work. Or he knocks him out in two seconds. <laughs> Other than that, I would see Usman with the advantage again pressing Masvidal against the cage. What happened in the first fight? Grind him out, food stomp him out, and so on. I don't expect this to be exciting. Co-main event will be... Um, Will be Weili Chang, of course, versus Rose Namajunas. Rose, better dead than red Namajunas. <laughs> This comment is gonna follow her around and gonna bite her in the ass. Um, yeah, so I mean, Rose, suck Rose is tough AF, of course, but I don't see any, anyone stopping Weili Chang right now. Um, But, I mean, you've you seen it with Joanna, right? She had Whaley in deep water, so... Man, Rose is tough. There's no quit in her. I don't know. Maybe, uh, we don't really know. But looking at the fights against... Yeah, against Joanna. <laughs> I mean, she knocked her out, right? But then the second fight was close, and there was, she didn't quit or anything. She, she pulled through, so, yeah. I'm not sure how tough Rose actually is if it gets really tough. Um, Vaney, as I saw in the, in the, in the fight with Joanna, does not, does not stop, does not quit. She keeps moving forward. So I just see no, no way in stopping Vaney Shang right now. But if Namachunas can pull it off, if someone can pull it off, it's probably Rose. Even though it's really hard to root for her, right? Not after that, that communist, uh, remark. Um, in the third main event, Coco main event. Third title bout. We see Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko back in action against Jessica Andrade, the lady who was slamming Rose back then on her head, became champion. Now it's a different weight class, though, right? Um, she looked really strong in her last outings, uh, Jessica Andrade. Valentina Shevchenko has been dominant forever, but in her last fight, she didn't look, look as dominant as before. But it was also maybe because she didn't take her opponent as serious who knows um you, you never bet against valentina of course uh but jessica andrash does have power we've seen it in the rose fight uh, so anything can happen i would assume valentina um takes this again and then we need to see another we need to see another fight between valentina and uh and the champ 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 of course Because um, otherwise, who else would, would Nunes fight, right? So that would be interesting. Valentina versus Nunes would be cool um, if Valentina um, moves past Jessica Andrade here. So this should be a, definitely a fun, fun event. I'm looking forward to seeing this one. I look forward to one on TNT3 as well, at least a little bit. Um, the main event is John Lineker versus Troy Worthen. Doesn't get me that excited. John Lineker hasn't been his old self in a while. Um, Troy Worthen won his last fight too. Um, he, if I can remember correctly, I mean, the last time I saw him, he had some flashy 
moves in there. But I mean, if we fight Lineker, you probably try to be more careful because hands of stone. Uh, tough, I, tough, I don't know. Hard to call. I'd go for Lineker, I'm guessing. I guess uh, he, needs, he needs to show, show out now because his um, yeah, last few outings haven't been that impressive. Then the co-main event is Reese McLaren versus Yuyu Wakamatsu. Um, yeah, McLaren has this, this weird style that I don't really like. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. I don't. It's, it's, it's hard to describe. Um, Wakamatsu has been showing uh, a few good performances. I liked it. Uh, I'd think I'd go with McLaren here. Wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, Wakamatsu takes it. Uh, but I think uh, McLaren got it. McLaren seems to have like a good seems to have had a confidence boost um, in his last few fights and looks, looking way more confident than like a few years back. So I think he got it. The fight that I'm very much looking forward to, however, is not the main card, it's the lead card. That's how they call it on one on TNT. And the lead card is Niki Holskin, awesome uh, kickboxer, we all know him, former champ, versus the gunslinger himself, John Wayne Parr is back. And isn't that awesome? I can't stop but smiling when I think about John Wayne Parr eventually fighting one championship, Muay Thai, small gloves. That's what we want to see uh, John Wayne, Wayne Parr do. I can't wait. It's also, as much as I love John Wayne Parr, it's very hard after his, like, what replaced hip, knee, whatever, uh, surgery. Um, he's been retired and he comes out of retirement now for, for this fight. It's just hard to see how he could go through Holskin because Holskin is just a tough AF. Uh, a tough MF, that is. Tough AF. Tough, what, I, I'm so excited about this fight because I really like both guys. Uh, I like to watch both guys. Um, just both, two legends in the sport. And it's going to be fun. I hope John Wayne Parr pulls it off. Like, I, I, I can't explain how much I hope it. Um, I do think Holskin got it. I hope John Wayne Parr does it, though. Anyways, I'm going to be watching with one eye closed, uh, just like to not see anything bad happening. But I really hope uh, John Wayne Parr pulls it off. Uh, it should be a cool fight, though. I, I'm very much looking forward to this. No BS, no hate on one this time. I'm really looking forward to this. Let me know what you think. Which fights are you looking forward to most? What did you think about the shit show that we saw this, this week? Um, or all the other fights? Shout out in the comments, social media, send DMs, whatever. Um, I need a better slogan for the end. Until then, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you soon.